You are listening to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. Music provided by YouTube and its affiliates. The Elseworld Citizen Podcast is made possible thanks to listeners like you. If you'd like to continue to show support, follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen and on Twitter at Elseworld Civ. If you are so kind, you can even contribute to the show by following the link in the show notes or the support link on the Anchor app. The views expressed in the interviews and commentary of this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and do not reflect the opinions of any comic book publishers, its parent affiliates, or subsidiary companies. We thank you again for your support, and we hope you enjoy the show. Salutations, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. I am your host, TJ Aquilina. And today on the show, we have a comic book character spotlight for you all, Beast Boy. Uh, Before we jump in, let me tell you a little bit about the show. This is the Elseworld Citizen Podcast, a place for unique, obscure storytelling, character exploration, and just kind of me talking about comics that I love and that I think you will love too. Now, we are going to be exploring our second character of the year. Our first comic book character spotlight was, of course, uh, She-Hulk. We explored the lawyer from New York, the other lawyer from New York, from Hell's Kitchen, who gets to kick ass, look great doing it, and, mm, you know, it She's a fun character, but Beast Boy is my second favorite green character, so to speak. Um, he's a really fun character out of the DC comics, and we're going to explore a little bit about him, who created him, what he's about as a character, and what teams he affiliates with, and a little bit about the history of the character. So let's jump right into it before I start repeating myself. <laughs> uh, so Beast Boy was created by Arnold Drake and Bob Brown. And here's a little bit about the character. After contracting a rare disease as a child, Gar's parents were forced to involving DNA of animals with known resistance to the, to the disease as a potential cure, using specifically a green monkey's DNA. It turned Gar's skin, hair, and eyes a bright green color and gave him the incredible ability to shapeshift into any animal at will. Now, for those of you who may be DC uh, Titans fans or the recent um, DC incarnations of Gar, um, he's a very different character than the original Origins. This is the original Origins. He was sick as a baby. He was given a cure. And because of that cure through the DNA of actual animals, he had his transformative uh, skills and mutation formed over the years. Now, in the more recent DC Origins, Gar has had several different incarnations. One of the most recent ones is uh, in the current... uh, Excuse me, I'm forgetting the name of it. uh, Young Justice. Young Justice. In Young Justice, Gar's Origins are very a bit different because he does become ill but it's after 
having in uh, kind of a confrontation with enemies of the Young Justice crew. And because of that, Miss Martian is currently present, and she, uh, Miss Martian, a.k.a. Uh, McGann, McGann is present, and of course, because she is a Martian from Mars and with her transformative abilities, she is capable of mutating her cells in her bloodstream into one that is compatible with Garth's. And once that happens, she uh, there's a transfusion that ha- takes place. And because of that transfusion, Garth then becomes w- the way the character that we know as Beast Boy in kind of the current incar- incarnation. But I didn't want to go start off with that one. I wanted to start off with the original origin. That way you know it. Now... Uh, Beast Boy is known for being a part of two main DC comic book teams. He is, of course, known uh, as a member of the Teen Titans. But before he was a member of Teen Titans, he was a member of Doom Patrol. Uh, He was originally the member. um, The harsh leadership and expectations of the team eventually led to Beast Boy leaving and finding Robin, Raven, and Cyborg and helped them to free Starfire from her Gorgonian captors. And this form, that's what formed the relationship that we have uh, throughout most of modern comics as the one of, if not the biggest key member of the Teen Titans, in my opinion. The core, the core foundation of the Teen Titans really, truly, to me, is Beast Boy, Cyborg, and Raven. Without those three, you kind of lose some of the charm of the Teen Titans. Now, there have been new team members, of course, but at the very core, those members definitely uh, make a big difference. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about some hobbies and uh, what uh, Beast Boy likes to do. He's an avid pop culture guy. He he loves music. Uh, he's a big gamer, of course, and and he loves comics. So one great thing about when you're reading Beast Boy, uh, no matter who writes him, really, you're going to always find him to be an avid reader and an avid gamer. And it's always fun to have a character like that in pop culture because there's not a lot of people like that that really truly represent nerd culture within the films themselves or within content uh, that represents comic book heroes we we get close to that with care uh, like the newest uh, iteration of peter parker in the mcu movies through tom holland we get a little bit of a taste of it uh through uh what was the very brief flash incarnation in the DC universe through Batman v Superman and Justice League. Uh, but really, truly, Beast Boy in the comics to this day is still one of the uh, closest incarnations in any form of entertainment. Um, now, I haven't seen the new Titans on the DC streaming service on DCU, but I'm interested in in eventually getting to it. But I just, unfortunately, there's so many streaming services I like my Netflix. I'm going to stick with Netflix until uh, Disney Plus comes out because that's probably going to be what I go to. But anyway, we are diverting. Now, Beast Boy's biggest love interest, of course, is Tara. Uh, that's going to, I'm going to kind of save that for a little bit later. But real quickly, I wanted to just talk about Beast Boy as, um, as he is currently and what he is going to be in the future. Uh, Cami Garcia, who is an incredible writer, wrote recently Teen Titans Raven. 
her next book is going to be Beast Boy, which is why I'm covering this character now, because I want you guys as listeners to be a little bit familiar with Beast Boy and understand him and understand kind of what that character was and what he is now and how Cammy's going to kind of walk that fine line of giving us the best of both worlds. Um, one thing that I've always, I always appreciated um, now about Beast Boy is the fact that we had such a prolific and very impactful character uh, of Garth when he was part of Teen Titans in the Teen Titans animated show, the original one that came out in the early 2000s. That is, to this day, the Beast Boy that most people remember. It's the most identifiable voice of Beast Boy. And we always imagine, it's always, when you think of Beast Boy as a fan, you always picture him eating pizza, sitting on the couch, playing video games. And what comes funny, what's funny about that is there is another, there are other characters that very, very much fit that description, and it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I think there's a reason why we lean towards Beast Boy and Cyborg as fans, as kids, people my age, uh, people younger. There's a reason why we, we appeal to these kinds of characters because they maintain their childish charm no matter how much they mature and no matter how much the content matures with them. Um, and that's that really says something. And I think it's it's a character that hasn't gotten his true due his true justice, excuse me, uh, when it comes to how he's interpreted in other forms of medium or live action. I think we, I think a lot of times people get caught up on the fact that he has these superpowers and that maybe he's a little bit damaged. Um, but really, truly, one of the best things about Beast Boy and Cyborg a lot of times is the fact that they, they revert back to their childish ways as a way of maintaining normalcy in their life. Now, of course, we had a we have a brand new version of Garth in um, in Young Justice, and we have a brand new version of Cyborg in Young Justice, both having very different origins, a lot more serious. There's still some childish play there, but they're definitely a lot more serious, and they're definitely playing more towards the damaged goods kind of mindset which I'm fine with there there's a place for it and young justice is definitely a very different origin it's a lot more in line with uh, uh justice league the animated series and justice league unlimited and where justice league unlimited went with their characters uh very much lines up with young justice so even though some of the story arcs and storylines are very repetitive from what uh JLA did I, I appreciate it, and I can respect it, and I can enjoy it as entertainment. That being said, I still love the OG Teen Titans because it allows you to, no matter how dark the content got, Beast Boy was there as the one who could be like, you know, yeah, this was messed up. Hey, you want to go play video games? Hey, let's go have fun. Let's go play. Let's let's cut some slack and try and relieve our stress by doing something mundane and simple as just picking up a controller and hopping into a video game. Um, and I think that a lot more characters should be that way, especially in DC Comics, who we get kind of get a knack for going down the dark avenue 
And I think a lot of times we lose out on the fact that we have great content like the Wonder Twins, like Teen Titans, uh, Wonder Comics that are just so much fun and a easy to jump into. Um, a lot of times we like to cover the dark stuff because it's so different from Marvel. But let's continue on. So I was mentioning before that his love interest was Tara. And just like Beast Boy, there are several different origins for Tara's relationship with the uh, with Beast Boy. And so the one of the big ones that a lot of people have been paying attention to right now is the Slade origin. And the Slade origin is um, is definitely one that I think everyone pretty much knows, and it's the most commonly used one because it is such a pinnacle part of Beast Boy's relationship with the team of Teen Titans and with his, his relationship with Slade Wilson, a.k.a. Uh, um, oh, shoot. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. I've completely... Um, I, I want to say Deadshot, but Deadshot's a completely different character. Um, anyway, you, you know who I'm talking about when this comes to Slade Wilson. Orange and black attire, uh, soul patch for Nye. Um, Deathstroke. <laughs> there we go. My gosh, my brain. My brain there. Uh, excuse me, guys, for having a, re- a lapse on the main show recording. Uh, anyway, Tara in many of the incarnations is recruited by Slade Wilson, usually either brainwashed or manipulated into believing um, certain origins of her life. And she is basically used to form a relationship with Beast Boy, get an in on the Teen Titans team, and basically break break them apart from the inside out. And usually, unfortunately, to Tara's demise, Tara usually suffers the most because her feelings for Beast Boy are real, and she she does genuinely like him and even sometimes love him. And it's that friendship and that bond that she finally is, uh, realizes that she has in, in these other fellow kids, basically. It, it tears her apart emotionally and mentally and usually causes her dis- own destruction, her own demise. Um, I have only known that version um, again, I know Tara from the Teen Titans animated show, and that her origin there is with Slade, and and m- most reincarnations are of that origin. I would definitely like to see a new version of Tara. Maybe Cammy has a new idea for how to approach her, um, because I think it's 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 about time that we get a new version of her and a new version of her that relates to Beast Boy in a different way, rather than her being. Um, rather than her being a tool for his own kind of self-identity, I'd rather see her be a genuine friend who unfortunately has to deal with Slade Wilson in a copacetic, almost worker, like work environment, as if, you know, employee to boss and not so much as she's been ordered to to involve herself with Beast Boy. I would rather be interested to see her be a part of the team first and then have to suddenly deal with this this problem through Deathstroke. Um, But that's just me. That's just me being hopeful. Um, 
so yeah, that's that's everything I've got right now on Beast Boy. Um, I don't have any major comics to recommend to you guys simply because I haven't read as much Beast Boy. Um, most of the Beast Boy comics I know are through like Justice League and other Teen Titans books. I don't have as much uh, stories that are exclusively Beast Boy centric. Um, so, and I haven't read them as much, and I don't know them as well to be able to recommend one personally. Um, I would definitely encourage you guys to go to a comic book shop and say, I want to read more Beast Boy comics. The folks there will know. The people, the people at your local comic book shops will know for sure. You can Google, of course, but I would definitely recommend to go to a comic book shop and see what they've got so you can pick up and support your stores that are local. Uh, we've got some another indie comic coming up next week, guys, and I also have I'm going to do a double feature of indie comics because uh, the folks over at Invasion from Planet WrestleTopia sent me over another uh, free copy of their most recent addition to this to their comic. And so I definitely want to feature that on the next show. But I hope you guys enjoyed this character spotlight. I, I love Beast Boy. He's a, such a fun character. And like I said, really looking forward to the Teen Titans Beast Boy publication by Cami Garcia, uh, published through DC Inc. that will be coming out next year. So thank you guys. Happy November. Hope you all switched your clocks back. Otherwise, you're going to be really behind for your day. And I will catch you guys soon. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. And with Thanksgiving comes big announcements i've got some fun stuff coming for you guys in 2020 so i hope to hear you guys hear from you guys hear your thoughts on the show and as always have an elseworld state of mind make sure you're following us on instagram at elseworld citizen i'm your host tj aquilina and thank you again have a great week You've been listening to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. Music provided by YouTube and its affiliates. The Elseworld Citizen Podcast is made possible thanks to listeners like you. If you'd like to continue to show support, follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen and on Twitter at Elseworld Civ. If you are so kind, you can even contribute to the show by following the link in the show notes or the support link on the Anchor app. The views expressed in the interviews and commentary of this podcast are solely those of the individuals providing them and do not reflect the opinions of any comic book publishers, its parent affiliates, or subsidiary companies. Thank you again, and we hope you've enjoyed the show.